Hey, welcome to this Monday, the last Monday before we hit Christmas. And uh, it is the 18th of December. Hope you are doing well. Had a great weekend as we head into this last week of trading before Christmas. And uh, and we'll talk about uh, what's happening in just a few minutes when Dave joins us. Before we do that, though, let's not forget that there are a lot of things in this world that you and I, we have no control over. But you can control the amount of risk you have in your portfolio. And to help you find that, that's why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And with that, we got Dave coming up next. Point seven Light FM, Human League there. Morning, Dave here. I'm glad you're with me this morning. We're up to uh, 59 degrees in Sebring. The sun's out. Enjoy the warmth for the moment because it's going to get cold tonight. Time to check in on your money and uh, find out what Wall Street's doing to and for and with us. Right now, they're mostly doing for us, and that's pretty darn good news. Let's head downtown to Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler, who's on the phone this morning. Philip, a record week for uh, two of the major indexes. That wasn't bad at all, was it? Not bad, not bad. It was a good week. Um across the board the question is can we continue you know we continue to to read multiple different uh folks and uh you know now that the feds come out and said we're going to lower interest rates um next year but they've started backtracking right this this last thursday friday you saw a lot of backtrack on well well that may not really happen we didn't really say that that's not really on our on our on our target um but it's it's out there. It must be in the minute somewhere. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Somebody, got, yeah, somebody got the rumbling, but the Fed presidents that have been hitting the rubber chicken circuits, you're right. And most of them saying, no, no, whoa, 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 don't get excited. We're just talking about holding steady. We're not necessarily going to drop the rates. And then uh, the happy days crowd on the market is saying, oh, horse hockey, let's go buy some more stocks, right? Exactly. That definitely seems to be the case. And, you know, I'm looking at a 30 year treasury now down to basically 4%. So uh, we got to see mortgages moving lower. And, and actually, the only thing that's above 4% right now uh, is the six month and the three month. And, and they're just barely over five right now. Which kind of gives you the indication as to what the expectation on Wall Street is that the slowdown is going to last. The shorter-term peaks tend to indicate where the uh, expectation is, and right now it looks like they're expecting it to be something mid-year at worst. Mentioning the uh, decrease in the bond rates, that also gives me a tidbit I found on MarketWatch this morning. Uh, they're already starting to tease an increase in mortgage and housing activity. The housing market is already picking up now that mortgage rates are falling. I suspect the new mortgage application report this Wednesday is probably going to give us some good news about increased activity, wouldn't you suspect? I, I would think so. You know, we've, the other thing we've got coming out tomorrow is housing starts and permits. So that one's going to be a, that'll give us a reflection of what's happening in the real estate market. It'll definitely give us a permit number at the very least, because that'll be the immediate reaction to the whole mess. And if somebody pulls the trigger and starts building, I mean, it'll be another indication of a very resilient economy. Uh, I'm looking at, you know, last week where, uh, okay, the Dow is at a record, is at a record level right now. We were up 56 on Friday. Let's see, get my numbers right and not looking at the futures. Yeah, the Dow was up by 58, by 57 more points on Friday. Standard & Poor's dropped a little, but we still got six consecutive weeks of increasing. And NASDAQ gained 52. It had a higher peak a couple of years ago, so we got a couple more thousand to go before NASDAQ hits a record. 
one of my colonists was saying this is starting to have all the hallmarks of a bubble because we don't see the uh, actual earnings coming in to match the price-earnings ratio on these guys. And he was telling a story about how Intel introduced their new AI chip on Friday, and uh, they thought it was somebody handing out candy for free on the floor of the exchange with people buying stock, because as soon as you whisper the term AI, everybody wants to buy your stuff. Uh, There's a little bit of bubble excitement going on here that has me a little bit on the concern side. How about you? Yeah, it does. I mean, we've we've seen a a big increase. So I'm starting to think that you know the one couple articles I've read about you know first half of next year, you know, I, I think we could see a pullback, a, a correction, uh, because these numbers have gone up so fast uh, that uh, you know I, I don't know if they've done the math on the on the PE ratios or not because that's it's getting very frothy up there. Yeah, I, was, I mentioned that. I think it was on Friday we mentioned that the uh, Standard and Poor's on the entire index, the uh, profit or the price earnings ratio is up over 22 as far as trailing PE ratios are concerned, and that's uh, getting kind of rich for a lot of blood. I've always figured the trailing PE ratio gives you an idea as to how probably safe the investment is. The uh, the forward-looking PE gives you what your growth potential is. Problem is, both of them are kind of out of sight high at the moment. Yeah, they, they they really are, and um, and that's a little. I mean, that's where the bubble word starts to really start to creep in. Absolutely, and maybe Nasdaq's fortunate to be a ways away from a record high at the moment because a lot of the glamour stocks are on there. But we are looking good. Uh, one thing we need to uh, throw out the inkling: if you uh, didn't gas up over the weekend, do it this morning because British Petroleum announced overnight last night that they're going to suspend shipping through the Red Sea at the moment. Too many uh, fruitcakes out there throwing rocks and bombs at the uh, tankers and the shipping going through there, and that's given us kind of a bump on the price of oil. That may very well have an impact on a few blue-chip stocks, too, since they're so dependent on energy. Yeah, it, it really could, especially the – well, even the oil stocks will definitely be uh, feeling some of this, even though price is going up. You know, the supply is the issue, and, and people are going to be traveling, so they're going to be selling it for sure. Oh, yeah. You've got the consumer supply bump, demand pump that's going to pump it up with the risk of, at the very least, a slower pipeline of new oil coming into the supply chain. It may very well make life interesting as far as that. For the moment, I kind of like the fact that I had the gas prices, uh, the report out of AAA on Friday, that uh, Florida's gas price is down average, down right around $3 a gallon. Now, we don't see it here. We're a little higher at 309 but still, you know, we're down like 20 cents and more over the last couple of months on gas, and it just keeps on showing a nice flat number in advance of holiday travel. Uh, yeah, it does, and and we're actually I was I was looking at gas stations yesterday because I had to fill up, so uh, mm-hmm. they're they're actually down below two ninety right now. Um, yeah, a lot a lot of the gas stations are down below two ninety. Uh, I even saw some uh, below that when I was in Tampa this weekend. So it is uh, definitely coming down, but I don't think it's going to stay there very long with the oil price the way it's going. Yeah, the way it looks like they're going up this morning, that's about it. Slow day, there's nothing coming out of the government as far as marketing information is concerned, except for a uh, services index that will be due out a little bit this morning. We're at the end of earnings season, and we've got the final uh, – Final week of shopping for stocks and investment before Christmas. Uh, kind of, kind of, it's going to kind of make that housing start and building permit number a lot bigger tomorrow because it's an otherwise pretty quiet week. 
It, it is. You know, one of the big things that it hit, uh, at least my ticker, is the uh, steel deal, right? Japanese-based oh, yeah. Nippon Steel has agreed to buy U.S. steel. Now, I got to say, Dave, it's a little concerning to me that uh, that we're giving up some U.S. steel base there. So I'm assuming they'll still produce here, but it's still – it's in, to have your steel company owned by a foreign entity is uh, – I don't know if that's the right direction. But but it's got U.S. steel going up significantly today. And it's not, a, it's not a Chinese company that's buying into it. I'm not quite as nervous about Japan as I am China buying one of our big companies. Well, that, that's true. When I first read it, I, you know, I just uh, – I read China even though it said Japan. It, it, a little, it concerned me even more. But you've got U.S. steel up like 28% this morning. Worst things could happen. It, as we said, was kind of a slow day resetting the table. The Friday closes were mostly up, although the S&P kind of leveled off a bit with a slightly negative tinge. 45 minutes before we throw real money around this morning. Are we keeping that green momentum going? We do have a little bit of green ink. Not, not a lot, but the Dow's up a tenth of a percent. The S&P 500 is up two tenths. Um, the NASDAQ 100 is up by less than a tenth of a percent. Big winner today is the Russell 2000, up almost a half a percent this morning. On the other side, we do have silver up uh, about two tenths, gold up two tenths. Uh, crude oil, though, like you said, is up substantially, up 2.3% this morning at $73.41 a barrel right now. And about the only reason I can think of why that would be happening would be that decision of BP to cut back their shipments through the shortcut through the Arabian Peninsula. Uh, when we get over onto the Asian rim market, foreign markets are kind of mixed this morning. The Asian rim market mostly closed down. Uh, the Chinese mainland markets were down markedly. The rest of them in the quarter point range down the line, but by and large, it's red ink in Asia. Europe is a complete mixed bag. I've got things like the German markets down by about a third of a percent. British markets up six-tenths of a percent. The average across the continent, uh, up maybe 14 hundredths of a percent, kind of a relatively flat uh, opening for the week on the uh, European community. Looking ahead toward one's retirement, knowing what's going to happen, nobody does. Takes controlling risk to be able to retire on plan. How do I find you to get my risk under control? Absolutely, Dave. That's exactly why we developed the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call. 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning, you and me on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. Let's have a good day. All right, buddy. You too. Take care. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, everybody. Have a great day. Move on. We'll see you again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, have a great one. Bye now.